Inherently Happy, episode 103, The Happy Now. Yowza, how my happy friends. Most of the time, I'm looking forward to something. The end of a chore, the beginning of something fun, or the elusive contentment we all seek. But I also have to remember to be present, or I'll drive off the road. So while I'm doing something, that's all I'm doing. Well, that's the goal, anyway. Live in the happy now, where you aren't pushing for the end or wishing it never started. I hate going to the dentist, but I don't hate the dentist, nor the staff. I try to keep things light. I show an interest in the procedure. I ask questions because I'm curious. I used to just snap at people who I felt were out to get me. I'd go in for some car repair, say, and I'd immediately think the person was out to screw me. And in some instances, he absolutely was. But I let anger, which I thought lent me strength, if I could just shout loudest, then I could win, right? No, you wind up losing more as it happens. One time I yelled at my supervisor because he'd made a mistake that cost me something. I was right until I yelled at him. Then whatever help he was going to provide to make up for his error was gone. He refused and walked away, and he was completely right for doing so. Years later, I ran into him in an elevator, and the first thing I did after saying hello was to apologize. He hadn't even thought about it since it happened. He was able to let it go, while I was clearly still holding on to it. And years after that, I handled a frustrating situation in a much better way. I was in a hotel in Hawaii at my friend's wedding, and I got stuck in the elevator for a half an hour. I've been stuck in elevators, elevators before. I just press the call button for help and kind of hunker down until it arrives. I don't like being stuck in elevators. It's disconcerting, worrying even. But I remind myself that elevators have brakes and that jumping up at the last second to counteract the impact of one without them does no good. And also that I've had a good run, if this is it for me, even though I'd prefer that not to be the case. After it started working again, I went to the front desk and pleasantly engaged in conversation with the staff, eventually mentioning that I had been stuck in their elevator for a good 30 minutes. And could they please note that on my guest record? Which they very graciously did. Days later, when I eventually checked out, I mentioned to the clerk that while I was very much enjoying my, that I very much, gotta, gotta work through frustration sometimes. Days later, when I eventually checked out, I mentioned to the clerk that while I very much enjoyed my stay, I would like to be rewarded Sorry, we're going to start it again, and we're not going to get mad about it. And we're going to say it out loud. We're not going to get mad about it so that we don't get mad about it, because we're starting to feel a little bit mad about it. You try to make things, you try to make them good, and, you know, sometimes they fuck up. Days later, when I eventually checked out, I mentioned to the clerk that while I had very much enjoyed my stay, I would like to be awarded a discount based on the fact that I spent more time in their elevators on one occasion than I would have liked. This was met with incredulity. 
Why had I not mentioned this before? But I did, I asserted. Well, we don't have discount. We don't give discounts for that. You're a chain hotel, so you probably do. But it might not be your call. Are you asking to speak to the manager? If possible, yeah. The clerk was getting upset, but complied. The manager came out to ask if she could help. I mentioned that I was asking for a fiduciary consideration for being waylaid by their faulty conveyance. I wanted a discount for getting stuck in the elevator. She asked me when this may have occurred, since she knew nothing about it. I told her what day it happened, and that there was a note on my file about it. The clerk was incensed, asserting that no such note was ever mentioned or made. Please check my file, I said. The manager instructed the clerk to go ahead and check anyway. And sure enough, there was the note. You get a good flow going, you mess up, you pick yourself off. You can't even describe it correctly. You mess up, you pick yourself up. Too many ups. You brush yourself off. And then you say, please check my file, I said. The manager instructed the clerk to go ahead and check anyway. And sure enough, there was the note on the computer screen. Contrition was immediate. The manager apologized and even the clerk felt bad. I was provided with a sizable reduction in cost and left in good spirits, pleased with my own calm triumph. It reminded me of the previous time I had trouble with a hotel. Well, motel. I told the teenage daughter of the owner, who was filling in for her dad, that I was expecting an important call and would she please be sure to put it through to my room. She was talking with her friend and not really paying attention, but eventually said that she would. However, she did not. And I missed the call, and therefore the meeting, which was the whole reason I was in town in the first place. I was displeased. When I checked out, I gave the owner an earful, saying I should get a discount for the catastrophic inconvenience, yelling it really, he wasn't having it and demanded I pay my bill. I took a moment. This was years after I had yelled at my supervisor, but years before I had apologized to him. And I was losing again, thanks to yelling, when I was technically in the right. So I made the decision to stop then and there. I apologized for raising my voice. I agreed that the mistakes of his daughter slash staff were not necessarily his doing. Dis I should rewrite that. Not necessarily his responsibility. No, but I use responsibility on the next line. Not necessarily his concern. Okay, we'll go with that. I apologized for raising my voice. I agreed that the mistakes of his daughter slash staff were not necessarily his concern despite my assertion that some responsibility should be taken. But if that's what it is, then here we are. I mentioned that I wasn't pleased about it and would seek accommodations elsewhere should future visits be in the offing. But I was ready to pay my bill. This change in me caused a change in him. And I wasn't quite so pedantic and all that hoity-toity talk. I was basically like, okay, yeah, you're right. You know, I guess... 
and it's not your responsibility what she does. It's unfortunate. It's just it happened. I mean, it was the whole reason why I was here. I probably won't come back here, but I probably won't come back to the city anyway. So, like, no harm to fall, really. But the change in me did cause a change in him. Like, I wasn't fighting him anymore. So, he admitted that his kid messed up and that as her employer, the buck ultimately stopped with him. So he gave me a few of them back and apologized in return. I like having examples of how anger and conflict only make things worse and patience and understanding work like gangbusters because I sometimes need reminding, especially when a new situation comes up and new situations always seem to come up like an angry event goer having a tantrum while I try to help manage his expectations until he personally threatens me and I lose my cool resulting in him resorting to violence. I failed that test. And now I work to stay mindful, to be present, while not losing sight of the big picture, to live in the happy now, but not all the way. I still look ahead and I still check back to maintain my balance as I grow. Ha <laughs> ha.